you dip it in, okay? And then dip on what the in? Way, on the shut up. You got to dip the intro in, okay? Boom. On the way to your mouth is when the bold nonsense song comes on, and then right as the pod starts. Nice. Never going dry. Mm. <laughs> and then you'll say, "Wow, that's a hell of an onion ring, huh?" And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's your time. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales podcast you know it the red light is on the red light means stop thinking get a little senseless with us i am at walsh disney via facetime he's all the way from portland but via gilbert arizona there he is the world's smartest idiot aren't you Aren't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's not confirmed. So they say. So want, we say. I think we're the only ones that say. Do you want that blue check mark or not? Uh, yeah, do you want to be verified? Right, yeah, you best be ready to earn it, baby girl. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. You're goddamn right, I do. And then to my left, Mr. PTO is also from Portland. Via, now Beaverton. We're going very detailed. Uh, I can't remember. So where are we? Cedar Hills in twenty six. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say via Cedar Hills Apartments. Hey, ladies, no address. Cross Street, gang, gang. (laughs) I am the Cedar Hills Boulevard. Bop bop. I am at Still Smooth, and I'm gonna bring you from now on a Did You Know each time. A did you know fact. This week's did you know. Did you know that Jim Harbaugh does not eat chicken? He only eats beef. Why? Because chickens are nervous animals. Yeah, and he it's a doesn't bird. believe in that. It's a nervous bird. You hear that, Bales? You know oh, that. I knew that. I yeah. knew that already. Good. Lock that away. Lock that away. All right. We're here. We're ready for episode 40. Eight. To everyone that is new, welcome to you new listeners. Welcome to the 
the senseless community. You now are senseless. We're sorry it happened. You have but, no sense. But we're, but we're not sorry to do it to you. Yeah. I'd say play Do It To You by YG, but it's a little, uh, it's a very sexual song. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's very erotic. You know what else is erotic? I am. Our thoughts. <laughs> I, I was going to say random thoughts. Who's got one? Who wants to start? I'm going to, I'm, do you mind if I kick it off? This is, yeah, a, you, this is, this is to yeah, get you the do juices you. flowing. You do you. I'm going to need you to not flow look at my screen. Ju- flow those juices. I had this conversation at work today, um, and actually, it was really thought-provoking. Two separate okay. questions. Okay, okay. And it's an either-or. Jim Carrey or Robin Williams as an overall actor and, and like, the movies they've both been in. Let yep. me read Rob- you off. Let me read you off before you answer. Jim Carrey's IMDb, the ones that I think you guys are most interested and then Robin Williams. Jim Carrey, Yes Man, Fun with Dick and Jane, A Series of Unfortunate Events, if you guys like that, on Netflix. Bruce Almighty, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Me, Myself, and Irene, Simon Birch, The Truman Show, Liar Liar, The Cable Guy, Ace Ventura, Batman Forever, Dumb and Dumber, and The Mask. Hits. Hits. Robin Williams, Hook, Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, Ooh. Flubber, Goodwill Hunting, One Hour Photo, Good Morning Vietnam, and Dead Poets Society. And you left out Death to Smoochie as well. I, I left that out. I'm taking Robin Are you a Death to Smoochie guy? Robin Williams. Huh? Do you like that movie? Oh, hell yeah. It's one of the most, it is a, it's a very, um, what's An- the right word for it? It's disgusting. Dude, again, <laughs> we, we always talk about right this. Up your alley. But we were like seven when that came out. God, he probably but watched it. He probably went to opening watch, night. You watch movies so <laughs> early. But so Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you like Flubber? Yes. Oh, Hell yeah. wow. That's weird. I didn't know that. He's just a Robin Williams no, guy. Yeah. You got to love Flubber. Flubber's I'm also with Robin Williams. Film. Robin Williams? I'm, I thought I'm that's how you it. were going to lean. I'm take Robin. Bales, um, are you a Robin guy? Oh, Robin for sure. Okay. Robin, the stand-up comedy from Robin Williams, very underrated. I got one more quick one for you. A little bit harder. I think this is more up our alley. Adam Sandler or Will Ferrell? Adam Sandler? Yeah, Adam Sandler with Hotel Transylvania, Grown Ups, Zookeeper, Don't Mess with the Zohan, <laughs> I, I Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry, Click, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, the longest yard. <laughs> I wish you could just see if Bales' head <laughs> just shake. hard no. Fifty first dates, eight crazy nights, Mister Deeds, Big Daddy, The Water Boy, The Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore, and Billy Madison, Will Ferrell, Zoolander, Get Hard, Eastbound and Down, uh, The Office. He appeared in four episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other guys. Step Brothers, Semi Pro, Blades of Glory, Wedding Crashers, Kicking and Screaming, Anchorman, Starsky and Hutch, Elf, and Old School. Wait, hold on, time out. Will was in Wedding Crashers? Yeah. He's the guy who goes to funerals, remember? He, He's got the nunchuck. And like the- hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We 
The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Yeah, they go visit him down, like, in the basement, and he's wearing a kimono. Oh, a red kimono. Yes, yes. He's not, yeah, yes, one of the, he's not yes, one of the two. Is, what's his name, Chaz? Chaz, No, I know, I know. It is Chaz. I, I, I completely forgot about that scene. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Okay. Um, that one is really uh, hard. Adam Sandler has more flops. The, yeah, he has a lot more flops. Later on, yeah, like... Sandler's got a crap. I think Big Daddy but would make my top five his movies peak is overall. Higher, I yeah. Think. Ooh, I don't know if I could say that. Sandler's Did you say, peak. Hey, time out. Time What's out. Your, yeah. Did he just say Big Daddy was top five all time? Of what? Of mine, yes. For and, San, just Sandler, not movies. No, of movies. Whoa. I love Big Daddy. Bold. Oh, I'm gonna hang up right I now. I love Big Daddy. Shit. I, dude, hey, Big Daddy's a great movie. It, yeah. No, it's a great movie. It's not a top five film all time. It's my yeah, either is Wanderlust, bud. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey now. Yeah, so back off. You're an all-star. You know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh I'm going bold here. I'm gonna go Sandler. Whoa, I did I did I see love that. Will Ferrell. What's yeah. your favorite Adam Sandler? Then Adam Um I might have to say Wedding Singer. It's such a classic. Wow. It is a classic. Um, but then I, I don't know. They might. I like Click. This is tough. This is tough. I don't like Click. I like Click. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Sandler. I'm going to leave it. Fails? I mean, I was a big Billy Madison guy, but I love Will Ferrell to death. And uh, I think I think Will Ferrell takes the cake on that one. Hey. I wanted to spark the conversation. That was my random thought. Sparked. Sparked. All right, I'm going to go because I, I have more than one. Real quick, r- real quick. Adam Sandler falls in the dipshit category with, like, Jack Black. And you. Yes. Jack, <laughs> Jack Black is just a dipshit. I can't stand that guy. No. School Adam of Rock? Sam- you just compared Adam Sandler to Jack Black? Yeah, with get the right, Get the right, get the, get all the way with the hell out of movies. town. Shitty movies. You don't. Get a Wanderlust. You love Wanderlust. That makes you completely irrelevant in the realm of movies. Bye. Yeah. Nope. You're done. You're done. Uh, You're done. uh, You're done. We're moving on. Okay. uh, Hey, you guys heard about this uh, world record-breaking egg? Yes. I like that picture. So did I! (laughs) Yeah. I I, I was going to bring this up. I was going to make fun of you, but go on. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, I thought it was cool. You know, be part of something. World record breaking egg. It's better than the than the, the drivel, the the garbage that previously had the record. It's on the Replace garbage with garbage. An egg is just like it's something. It's universal. It's the the. It's a picture, a symbol of, of life. I was gonna say life. and creation, and possibilities, <laughs> and hope. New beginnings. And we're part of something. I don't know if you, maybe you, you thought you were too cool to like it. No, here. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I've been holding this in for like four days now. So I had a conversation with my, with, uh, my girlfriend about this. Uh, no ads on the girlfriend. Um, and I said. Like where you go. I said, no, hey, never mind. I, I said, I, I I said, I learned about this egg today. I go, I go, do you know about this egg? She's like, yeah. 
And we were talking about it, all this and that. And I go, all right, I'm going to look up this picture. I'm going to see what the big rave is. I go, okay, boom, boom, boom. Uh, did you expect I go to a the, white I go egg? To the light. Or did you expect no, a, no. a brown egg? Whoa. I don't care what the color is. Whoa. I'm looking at the picture. It's 2019. Picture. No, hold on. You know on Instagram, you know how you can see like profile pictures pop up like on likes? Yeah. Like the very tiny circle of like who it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw Walsh's I saw Walsh's stupid ass. <laughs> just in that little tiny circle. Yeah, you did. And I said and I said, of course that dipshit. So I clicked, I clicked all the likes. I wanted to see which of my friends like this. And I said, not surprised, not surprised, not surprised. And literally on top of each other, at Walsh Disney, at Still Smoke. Yeah, yeah that's what's up. That's because we know. This is, I said, this is bullshit. Of course these two clowns would do this. That was like one of those things where it's like, do you remember where you were when it happened? Like kind of thing. Oh like, yeah. I literally went to bed that previous night, 10 o'clock. I was on IG, nothing of it. I woke up the next morning, six o'clock. My entire feed was that egg and I yep. immediately had to go and like that picture. Hey, egg fam. It, it blew part up of it. in like eight hours. We're I love part it. of it. Be a part of something. Join society. Was that your random thought? No, I, I got a good one. All right, well, go then, go then. Are you guys done with yours? Yes. Well, we have more, but my random thought is not much a thought, and it's it's just a story that I, I changed a man's life the other night. I changed Ooh. a man's life Wednesday evening you... uh, at Walmart, just right down the road. No ads on Walmart. Um, pin it out for us, Doctor Seuss. Uh, I I need a body wash, okay? And uh, you know, I'm a I'm a big Old Spice guy. No ads on Old Spice Old Spice either until we get a sponsorship. Um. I'm in there, um, and I'm and I'm I know which one I want, right? Uh, I go Old Spice, Kraken Guard, no no questions asked. There's a, a gentleman. Monster. Listen, there's a gentleman who literally passed in front of me. Goes, he goes, excuse me, so sorry. Picks up like a random uh, what's the, what's the green one? Uh, green leaf, green. No, uh, Irish Spring. That's what I use. Irish Spring. He was sniffing an Irish Spring. He goes, all these smell the same anyway, right? And I'm on the way out the aisle, and I said, ah, I gotta turn back and change this man's life. I said, you know what? I said, no, they're not. <laughs> I said, hey, and I and I showed him the one I had. I said, Kraken Guard. You know this one? I said. This I, I go. I swear by this Kraken guard. I swear by. He goes and he picks it up, lifts it up, and he goes. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. He goes. Thank you very much. And I walked off, and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I said, "I changed this man's life." Like, I did so on something the way today. out to the car. On the way out to the car, I wrote a reminder to myself that I needed to bring this up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how I old was this guy? Mid forties, midlife crisis. Oh, smell it, um, cracking guard. I mean, it was it was eight thirty. It was like eight o'clock in the evening on a Wednesday, and this guy is trying to make conversation with a young fella in the body wash aisle. Um, Whoa, getting sudsy. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, this is no, the I'm... biggest humble brag I've ever <laughs> heard. No, I, I was just, hey, hey, I'm not trying to brag over here. I'm just really happy I changed this man's life. You have the look of an accomplished man. Yeah. You've never been prouder of yourself. Yeah. You're no, sitting I, a little I, taller I, today. I, I, no, I was really pumped. That's all. I was just really pumped. Hey, we're proud of you. I love. I like that story. That was great. We're proud of you. Cracking guard, no ads. All right. Can I ask something real quick? Go. Do you have a like? Is it weird? Like when you go body wash or when you go deodorant, are you a loyalist like that, or can you can you mix it up? Like can you have a Old Spice body wash, but like a right guard deodorant or an axe deodorant or vice versa no nope. or do you have to go oh, both like, nope. the same what? no I, I i'm all over the place i'm all over nah, the place the too. only thing i'm loyal to is my face wash that's that's the same every time got it got it but no not from like one product to the other no i'm not loyal i i'm i'm all irish spring body wash but i don't have a loyalty to deodorant no man are no, you I'm, lo- I'm loyal to the soil old spice till the day i die <laughs> nice you got you got to re- you got to really convince me on something <laughs> that it's going to change my life. <laughs> nice. And first off, and first off, Walsh, what someday you you'll said, be you that guy in the <laughs> aisle. You'll be the 40-something no. guy and That's... a young buck is going to change your life. Reciprocal. No. Yeah. Pay it forward. No, no. No, 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 no. Walsh, did you just say face wash? Yeah. Why are you washing your face? You don't wash your face? What? I mean, in the shower, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get the water on there for a sec. But you don't use, like, a soap for your face? Uh, no. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, another take. That's a bold nonsense <laughs> poll if I've ever seen one. Another take. Wait, really? You you guys are face wash guys? Yeah. yeah. Y- you too. Me too, yeah. Yeah. That wakes me up in the morning, man. What? What? Well, no, okay. I take a shower in the morning to wake up. Okay, that's, yeah. Yeah. You're a normal person. I could be in the, I could, I could be in the middle of the war and I could be like, hey, uh, I, I'd tell my general, my colonel, I'd be like, hey, sir, like, I'm not going out there until I get a shower. Yeah. Got to put down oh. the rifle. You know yeah, a bunch yeah. about the military. Uh, uh. Wow, I'm really surprised. I learn something new every day. Wow. Face yeah. wash guy, huh? Both of you. I think that's the majority. <laughs> I think you're in no. the... Yeah, you're definitely minority I over here. It's a very female thing to do. That's what I'm saying. I think no, it's a hygienic thing to do. That's a normal thing no, to do. No, it's a female thing to do. All right. That, I'll throw that up on uh, the Bold Nonsense. Uh, yeah, that's a, that, that's a post. <clears throat> that's a post. Does anybody have any more random thoughts? I'm good. I want to throw something out and let you guys know something. What is it? And then we can wrap it up. Killer Burger just opened up on Monday in Cedar Hills. Oh, big and bold. Right by my house. You know who owns that uh, Killer Burger? No. LaMichael James. LaMichael effing James. Really? Yes. yes. And I want you guys, I, I'm not going to go in Oregon until, we legend. All, until we all go in together. And Mike, you need to be wearing that, that jersey shirt. That is a celebration <laughs> of Oregon's fine history. For those who yes. don't know, LaMichael James was at... St. Bales's alter ego when he came yeah, up. Yeah, it was. At Walsh Disney and visited me. It was his party alter ego. Yeah, LaMichael James. That's where it started. Oof, rough times. But hey, okay. Some thoughts. Another, 
One, wait, one more random thought. Oh, oh, sorry. Episode 50 yes. is going to be live from Arizona. True. And it'll be, it'll be epic. Episode 50. I just was thinking about that. I said, well, today's 47. And I was like, no, 47 was last week. Today's 48. And then I was doing the math in my head. I said, well, they're not going to be here next Friday. That's 49. <laughs> And I said, wait a minute. Eight plus said, two waste is. Man- I said, waste management's on the 50. And I said, we're going to have episode 50 in 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 my house. This is oh. a hell of a conversation with yourself. Feed the hog over here. Let's get it rolling. <laughs> it is either going to be epically good, epically bad, but either way, it'll be epically entertaining. Yep. Episode and we have a special guest that day. We will have a special guest that day. Okay, that is random thoughts. Thank you for for diving into our brains, our collective brain, and a garbage can of, of thoughts. Letting us empty that out. Yeah. But now we move on to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? And this is trivia, where you get smarter... You, our senseless listener, get smarter every week. Every week. Last week we had two, count them one, two trivia questions. And I will recap them right now. The first one read like this. Only one franchise in the NFL has made the Super Bowl more than twice in a row. (laughs) Who was it and how many times? Answer? (laughs) The Bills. And they made it four times. At Walsh Disney, how many times did they win? Four times. Well, out, uh, out of out of those four trips, do you remember how many won- they won? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you that. Okay, you don't <laughs> tell me that. Never mind. Our second question from last week. Wait, I will tell you. Okay. Zero. Yes, thank you. Okay. Our second question from last week read like this: Seven NFL franchises have won the Super Bowl back to back. Name them. Seven different franchises? Seven. Wow. Count them. Seven. Answer. Packers, Cowboys, Steelers, 49ers, Dolphins, Broncos, and the Patriots. Foxborough. Ooh, he went straight Foxborough. That's a good amount. And uh, a lot of the dynasties that we've had over the years. Correct. Very correct. Okay, let's go to this week's trivia questions. Remember, up until the Super Bowl, well, uh, maybe the week before the Super Bowl, we're going to give you two Super Bowl-related trivia questions. The first one for this week is, only two players have won Super Bowl MVP in back-to-back seasons. Who are they? One more time. Only two players have won Super Bowl MVP in back-to-back seasons. Who are they? All right, question number two is brought to you by... Dick's Automotive. God damn it. (laughs) Every time. I just want pure silence every time. Oh my God, that's my favorite. (laughs) Take it away. Okay. All right, three, two, one. All right, question two is brought to you by... No, you're not going to three, two, one. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way. You made No. Take it away. You guys... You guys just don't, you guys haven't caught on to what I'm trying to do, but okay. 
Name the teams that have made the Super Bowl multiple years in a row and lost. I'm not repeating the question. <laughs> Think about that, and we'll, you'll hear it next week on episode 49. You're a cruel god. That's trivia. Let's go to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. All right. For the news, let's get after it. Starting in the NFL, we're going to start with a bunch of different coaching changes. First off, we have hirings. So here are some of the coaches that have been hired since we went over this last week. Former Jags offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett has been hired for the same position by the Packers. Steve Wilkes, former Bales coach, uh, of the Cardinals was hired as the DC for the Browns. Todd Monken, the former Bucks offensive coordinator, has also been hired by the Browns to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, the Jaguars ha- hired former Vikings offensive coordinator John DeFilippo as their new offensive coordinator, and Daryl Bevel was named the new Lions offensive coordinator. Any of those reach you guys' fancy? Yes, John DeFilippo. In yeah, same. Jacksonville. Why? Uh, my boy, Nick Foles. <laughs> no! Could, could potentially land in Jacksonville. He's, he's on yes. conspiracy train. <laughs> you know where I was going. You knew. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, one thing. Uh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah. Does that not sound like a writer from the 1700s? Oh, 100%. it does sound like a writer. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Uh, I'm going to go back to John Filippo. I think it's going to be really interesting. John Filippo uh, was fired in Minnesota for throwing the ball too much. And Jacksonville has, in the past couple of years, been a running team. So how will that mesh together? We'll see. Okay, these are just coaches that are moving around the NFL. The first one, Mike Munchak, the former Steelers offensive line coach is now the offensive line coach for the Broncos. So he goes from Steelers to Broncos. And Gary Kubiak. This is interesting. Last week we told you Gary Kubiak was going to be the offensive coordinator for the Broncos. Well, Gary Kubiak and the Broncos decided to part ways, citing a difference of opinion. And Gary Kubiak has uh, since gone to the Vikings as kind of like a, what do they call those? Somebody who just puts their opinion. Advisor. Advisor. There it is. Let me ask you a question. Who, whose opinion do you think Kubiak uh, differentiated differentiated from? Elway's. Yes. <laughs> Elway always. No one can work well, there, Kubiak, man. Kubiak looks like he'd be best friends with Mike Zimmer anyway. Yeah. Um, Different sides of the ball. Just they look they, like good friends. Yeah, they both look unhealthy and and about to collapse. Shots fired! Shots fired! Jeez, man. <laughs> just dropping bombs. No, I'm just saying. Good. Kubiak, uh, his heart's not the strongest. Let's just put it that oh, way. Oh, Just uncouth. <laughs> That's not kosher. Oh, God. All right. He needs some Cialis. 
Mike Munchak is going to be a huge loss for the Steelers. He's one of the best uh, offensive line coaches in the league. That could that could prove to be a very very big deal. It's because he knows Le'Veon Bell's not going to be there, so why bother? All right. Here here's a coach that got fired today in the NFL. Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Well, he got put on the chopping block. He's gone. He gone. He gone. Because uh, they lost to the Rams in embarrassing fashion. Right? He'll, he'll, he'll get a job real quick within the week. Who comes into uh, Dallas to take over the Dak uh, Amari show? You mean the Zeke Amari show? No. That's why Linehan got fired. <laughs> you have the, one of the best three running backs in the whole league, and all you do is hand it to him. Air it like out. It's, like it's the 70s. Air it out. Yeah, I don't know who's going to end up there, but whatever. Not my team. (laughs) That's nobody's team. (laughs) That's the team everybody loves to hate. Yeah. All right, that is the coaching changes. Now we move on to uh, the rest of the stories in the NFL. First one, after Alshon's big drop in the the last week's playoff game, he visited a second-grade class, and in that class there were some kids that wrote him very supportive letters. Um, saying just great things about him, making him feel pretty good. So he went ahead and visited them and gave around high fives and stuff. Pretty cool story from Alshon. Yeah, I mean, you hate to see... Good answer. You hate to see how the uh, the game ended. You know, it hit, the ball hit... I love Alshon. to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I hated it. We'll get to that. Um, you hate to I see... Just, Go for it. I just really love seeing a elementary school teacher who's a big Eagles fan trying to implement her curriculum into writing letters to a, a pro bowl wide receiver uh, and just probably spam emailing him, hey, come to my class, hey, come to my class, hey, come to my class. I thought that was going to be positive for so long. I thought so too. I, I forgot who was talking. Uh, uh, well, I'm just saying, I mean, the, 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 it's probably the teacher just trying to get you know, her foot in the door with Alshon Jeffrey. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Um, <laughs> or she could have just been doing a nice thing. Two sides to every story. Yeah. All right. I'm just... <laughs> We're going to move on from you talking. <laughs> the next story is Leonard Fournette is challenging the Jaguars' decision to void the guaranteed money left on his contract. Um, the Jags decided to do this, and no one was really sure if they were allowed to, per the CBA. And so, we're going to figure that out. You want to explain what the loophole was that uh, Jaguar is, or Jacksonville is referencing to avoid paying the $7 million? Fournette was suspended for a game uh, for fighting, pretty much starting one of the dumbest fights you've ever seen. And so he's suspended for the game, and that's what they're using is that loophole. Since he was suspended, it voided guarantees in his contracts anyway, or that gave the team the option to void those guarantees, and they decided to take it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That'll be an interesting story going forward, though. And going forward, we go to the NBA. First things first, I would love to wish a happy 37th birthday to the man, Dwayne Wade. Day one, <clears throat> roster spot one. Yeah, you've always been a D-Wade guy. If I were to say, if I were to pick 
I think our favorite NBA players growing up, I think it's probably you with Wade. Yeah. Bales with some Maverick. Probably <laughs> Dirk. This is the collection. Probably Dirk. And, probably then, Dirk. and then Timmy D for myself. So, uh, yeah, happy happy 37th to uh, Dwayne MF and Wade. <laughs> well, you, you got it wrong. You, you know who my favorite player is. Mm. Sean Marion. Both of them. Yeah, you oh bet. Oh, my God. Great <laughs> <laughs> 2K player. Ew, yeah. Sean, the quickest tops in the game. Sean Mary. The Matrix. Me. Pardon me. Okay. This is historic. A historic story. Harden, James Harden, that is, has broken Kobe's record uh, with then it was his 17th, and now it's been 18 straight games with more than 30 points. Big time stuff from uh, from Mr. Harden. I get that it's history, but I'm not excited about this at, at all. Like, hearing about these stories does not make me even want to watch a Rockets game. They still lose. It's gross. They still lose. I've got some numbers on that. Hit it. So here we go. I'll dive on this. Uh, within this span, this 18 games, this is what I'm looking at. 13 and 5, not terrible. Yeah. 6 and 4 in this last 10, not great. 2 and 3 in the last 5. So, now so things like are getting can, progressively worse. Yeah, so he's just trying to stretch out his... Uh, it, yeah, those numbers, basically. Uh, they and, took an L in overtime yeah. against the Nets when I had a parlay going, those bastards. Sorry about your money. <laughs> uh, in the last three games, James Harden has taken 100 shots, and it's only scored 153 points on those shots. Gross! He is averaging... <laughs> Uh, 42 points a game in this 18. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, 14 and a half free throws a game. Wow. During this 18. Yeah, it's incredible. But Attempts or makes? What? Attempts, attempts or makes? Attempts. That's attempts. It's like 12 makes a game. Um, during the stretch, 27 shots a game. That comes down to, uh, if you take away, so if you take away the free throws and just look at the scoring based on the non-free throw shots and the amount of shots within that. Um, it ends up being like 1.08 points per shot is what he's scoring, roughly. So you're taking away all free throws, because that doesn't free throws don't count yeah. as an attempt, yeah. Yeah. as a shot attempt. So you're only looking for the, the amount of shots and then the, the, point, the points you make off those shots, not the free throws. So 1.8 points. Yeah, 1.8. Eight points yeah. per field goal, but that's not very efficient though. Even though no, like, that's that's the problem. It's like that's it, it's incredibly inefficient, and you can't really expect that to continue. It's only going to get worse. But the most egregious thing that has happened throughout this run, because for the most like a hey, offensive basketball, people love that. Good for James Harden, but these things are egregious. In his last two games, he has scored 115 points in two games. Zero of those points have been assisted on. <laughs> Zero. That's it's the stat. All him, and then also, in their loss to Orlando, James Harden went one for 17 from the three-point line. Yuck. One for 17. After the game, the coach, D'Antoni, blamed everyone else. Blamed all the teammates, saying they weren't doing enough. Drink the Harden Kool-Aid. That is the disgusting part. Like, Drink how out of control Kool-Aid. do you have to be as a coach to say that and, like, not be, even be afraid to comment negatively on your best player? Not cool. Not yeah. cool. 
But other than that, like, uh, congrats, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to go positive and negative. But yeah, I could, uh, yeah. It was tough. Let's just move on. To another rocket. Yeah. To another rocket. Clint Capella. Who is out four to six weeks with a thumb injury and then resulting surgery from said thumb injury. This is big, I think. Tough loss. Yeah, I think this is this might be. Oh, it's not as like, if they lost Harden, they would be done. But this is just as big as them losing Chris Paul. Very I think much. More so. signi- yeah, I'm not a huge Chris Paul guy right now. Like just as far as him, he he's showing his age. I mean, he's showing his age. But what I mean in like terms of the roles they play. Yeah, no. Like Clint Capella is, plays a larger role on that team yeah. than Chris Paul does. Yes, you're you're correct. I'm just, when I when I see these stories about injuries, I'm always just blown away about recovery time. Like you have a significant thumb injury, you undergo surgery, and then you're back within a month, a month and a half. Like modern medicine is crazy. Like you're you're coming back from surgery and playing with this thumb, you know. I mean, it's still Bunch a month, miracles. but I'm just like, hey, I don't know. Life's a miracle. Nod to all those doctors out there. <laughs> okay, um, the next one. How about this? I feel like I feel like Bale. This is Bale's story. Maybe maybe you smooth as well. Fans will now be able to interact with NBA refs on Twitter during certain games, so they'll be able to ask them questions about calls. Um, but we really everyone knows what this is going to end up being. They're going to complain and make fun of officials to officials during games. Wait, I just. Uh... This this is to live officials actually repping. No no no. Game. So it's it's ones that like aren't officiating. Like Tim Donahue. I think it's like current NBA officials will be available for questions and stuff uh, during other games. It's your night off, and you have to basically monitor the NBA Twitter. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> that's yeah. all you have to do that sober I'd be probably I would throw some shade towards some fans if they were talking some mad shit well, uh, they're gonna get it that's all fans yeah. that's, it's Twitter yeah, be rough. And, and I'm not much of a Twitter guy anymore the only reason I use it is just to read news stories but people who still tweet about random chicken shit it's the new MySpace. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear it. Hot takes. <laughs> yeah. That was some nonsense. <laughs> okay, I'm last, just saying. Last NBA, and we'd love to hear it. Uh, last NBA story. Kyrie has officially apologized to LeBron James for not understanding how hard leading is. He says, quote, I had to call uh, Bron. And, uh, I apologize for being that young player that wanted everything at his fingertips. It was nice to see it come full circle. I mean, I think we all have those moments. You, me, at St. Bales. I think everybody has those moments, whether it be um, on a, a large scale like the NBA or at home just growing up with your family. Like you think you know it all when you're growing up, but it shows a sign of leadership and growth to be able to reflect on yourself and come out with this statement like that. I watched that interview like two or three times. I really yeah. liked it, and I appreciated what he had to say. <laughs> All right. Well, I lo- I liked the message as well. 
Um, it, and I'll try and, you know, it was cool just to see, like you're saying, you pretty much said all of it, all of that. I want to see all of the, the Jamooks and the, the talking heads that were out there saying, Hey, Kyrie gets to do whatever he wants. And, and now they're not coming out and saying they're wrong, but they are, they were. Mm-hmm. They didn't get it. Neither did Kyrie. He was wrong for leaving LeBron, and he finally proved it. Yep. And you never hear one of them admit it. Nope. I took I took some major heat. You did. That was not a, probably from Bales. Most likely. No, no, he's too. No, I never. I never did that. No, I'm not <laughs> no, that stand-up guy. <laughs> Come on, <Okay>. man. <laughs> Let's go to college football. Come on. Jalen Hurts is transferring to Oklahoma. You're damn right he is. None of us were right about where he was going. No. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 2019-2020 Heisman Trophy winner? Question no, mark? No. Yes. I think it'll be so yes. hard for the – they won't give it to the same school three years in a row. Oh, oh yes. he would have to, they, would ha- he, they would have to win by like 40 every game. He has to throw for five, five touchdowns, run for two every single game. Watch him. They might. Watch him. He might. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying it'll be very difficult for him to do because of the committee, the voting committee. I just hitched my wagon. I'm very interested to watch this, though. Yes. This will be fun, at least. Yes. I. He'll be, yeah. Hopefully. We should go We, we should go to Norman, Oklahoma and watch a game. We should go see the uh, Red River Rivalry. Rivalry. Go see yeah. UT Oklahoma. Get lost in that massacre. Get lost in that sauce, eh? <laughs> a lot of ribs, eh? <laughs> Have Pork you guys... belly over here. <laughs> You're so so close to moving. <laughs> Have you guys heard about how many coaching losses Alabama has had? Would you like me to list them off? Yes. Okay. Offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, QB coach, O-line coach, and their defensive coordinator. They've lost all of them. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but uh, their QB coach. um, Actually, uh, Nick Saban (laughs) figured out that his QB coach had left for Miami because during a Monday morning meeting, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the coaching staff goes to his office, realizes that it's been cleaned out with only a pencil left on the desk. So the former Alabama quarterback coach left, got up, left for Miami Miami. without telling Nick Saban. Or anyone. Or anybody. And, uh, yeah, no, something's happening in Bama. and, And, yeah, the masses cannot get out of there fast enough. No. Very interesting. I guess I, I guess we can bet against Alabama for next year's Natty. <laughs> yeah. Well, to make it or to win it? To, 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 uh, Today, Junior. <laughs> they still got Tua. Tua yeah. late. Oh, oh, got him. Oh, oh. oh. Shock the world. <laughs> wow. Speaking of shocking the world. The Syracuse orange, orange. The orange went into Cameron Indoor and shocked number one Duke by beating them in overtime, ninety-five to ninety-one. Crazy. I have. Uh, I saw a stat that uh, 
Previously, <clears throat> while playing at indoor, Cameron Indoor Stadium, Duke was 90-0 against unranked teams when Duke was ranked okay. number one. So again, that's a pretty specific stat. So but, they're uh, ranked number one. Playing at Cameron Indoor, playing against unranked teams. 90-0. 90-0. Which, I mean, you think you break the stat down and you should be winning those games. Yeah. But again, <clears throat> a couple things went into that Duke loss. Uh, Cam Reddish out. Sick. Uh, Jones hurt. Whoa, that was Went down that first was half. Scary. Or was it yeah, first half? Yeah, he went six minutes in. Um, six minutes in, he goes down. At the time, it was 14 to 6. Trey Jones had four steals in those six minutes. Crazy. And then he went out and everything changed. Um, and another, yeah, and another stat um, that same game, Zion. Uh, Oh yeah! Breaks the uh, scoring record, <coughs> Duke scoring record, and puts up thirty-five points. Um, and ten. Thirty-five and ten. Did you go thirty-five and ten? Yeah, I think he had double. Um, yeah, but put up thirty-five. So um, a lot going on that uh, that that night. Um, yeah. But again, Duke goes down to unranked Syracuse. I have a feeling they'll still be in the top three, top four, well, top they, five. They play. They play uh, four, number four Virginia tomorrow, and they'll smack them. I don't, know. I don't know. I think I think they lose two straight games. They fall to like seven or eight, you know, maybe even out of the top ten. Who knows? And then they'll be fine going down the stretch. Yeah, we'll see. L- lose now. I haven't wa- I haven't gotten to watch Duke at at all this year. You're missing out, man. They're a show. I, they are. I, They're a show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I literally barely watch college basketball. Let them all come back first, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is the news. Now we move on to the most fun time you can have on a podcast because you know, there's no pressure. It's all about it's all about getting out there, getting the fresh air on your face, and, and putting on a sweat during recess without face wash. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh, boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Here we go. This week's recess is a brand new game. We told you we were going to play it last week. Brand new. Uh, we started calling it What He Really Mean. But then we, we thought that's not good enough. Not nearly good enough. So now we call it Truth Serum. Oh, is that truth serum? There's no such thing. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Don't lie to me. Damn truth serum! It is truth serum. Truth serum. Here's how you play. We are going to play a clip from a uh, an NFL figure. A coach, a player or something. And... They like to give us a lot of coach speak. Say, say something without saying anything. That's that's the big PR thing. Like a, the, the Patriots, you know? They always do that to us. But we're going to dive. We're going to dive. We're going to find out what they really mean. What they're trying to say. What they're thinking in their head. And we're going to tell that to you. So we're going to play the clip. Then you'll hear us tell you what they really mean. That's us deciphering. What it is they're trying to say. So here we go. 
First clip is from Mr. Bruce Arians in his press conference joining the Tampa Bay Bucks. He'll be talking about his, uh, his motto, no risk it, no biscuit. You have a, a popular motto, no risk it, no biscuit. I can never remember which coach said that to me, but I kind of live life that way. You know, I, I try to hit every par five and two, and I put a lot of balls in the water. Uh, but it's, if you don't try to hit it, you're never going to hit it. And uh, I, I want to reach for greatness. If you don't reach for greatness, you'll be average the rest of your life. I don't, I just, it's just the way I've lived my life. Probably way too many riskets, but uh, we got a few biscuits, so. Yeah, I'll tell you, this is what he's really trying to say. We're going to throw the deep ball, and it's going to be great. I was literally about to say, he's talking about his passing game mentality. He's also referring to Deshaun Jackson, probably going to have 2,000 yards next year. Because his That's quarterback... Boy. Is going to find the veteran and hit him deep for a lot of yards next year. I don't play for check downs. Yeah. I check down the field (laughs) and I want those 60-yard plays. And, hey, I might have lost a couple hundred thousand dollars on the craps table because I like to risk it. Oh, yeah. But, hey, that's who I am. I'm a gambling man. Push it, push it all into the center, and let's roll with it, baby. Let's roll with it. Hey, you ever play Golden Tee? You <laughs> yeah. see that island way in the middle of the water? Smack it. Yeah, your boy's going over the trees. Smack it. Thank you, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians also looks like he had a couple biscuits. He eats oh, a yeah. couple biscuits. Yeah. And riskets. And riskets. For yeah. breakfast. Family-sized. <laughs> Here is the, the next clip we got is Cliff Kingsbury, the new coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He'll be talking about defense. And then it's GM Steve Keim of the Arizona Cardinals. He'll be talking about defense. Let's see the difference. Cliff, what are you looking for in a defensive coordinator? Do you have a style in mind you uh, would like to play? Um, it'll be attacking style. Um, we want to uh, you know, be aggressive and, and get this defense back to where they've been um, previous to last year. Steve, Cliff said he's going to kind of rely on you for some staff in terms of defense. Just based on our personnel, I think a 34 uh, fit is what we're looking for. Uh, certainly with the uh, the edge rush that we have, to be able to play man-free on the on the back end. Again, it's it's catering to your strengths. Uh, defense? You kidding me? I just hope we can win a freaking game. <laughs> uh, I, yes. That's all I'm saying. That, that that That's as far as I'm going with this team. I'm only here because I'm now the face of this program. Defense, I have no idea what defense is. Do you see this jawline? Jawlines and offense and quarterbacks. I know nothing about defense. You see, Steve, he knows more about defense than me. Doesn't even coach in the NFL. Man, I hope he makes a good hire. Here's our guy. Here's our guy. Our next clip is our guy. Bales gave him the name. Or, well, he just said the name, and it was hilarious. Thick Kitchens, the new head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Freddie Kitchens. Here's his clip. In saying that, you know, it takes some, uh, I won't use any bad language, Miss D, now, but it takes some um, guts to do what they did. All right? And I appreciate that. I won't let them down. And all you got to do is sit back and watch, all right? Because I know that I'm not a popular choice. I understand that. And I don't care. 
I'm appreciative that they took a chance on just a small boy from the bayou, but thick kitchens won't disappoint. Man, this is Cleveland. I'm going to pull him up from the bootstraps. You see Baker. You see my kitchen. We're going to swirl pool. Everybody who comes in this dog pound. I think Freddy Kitchen should be the next character of Last Chance You. <laughs> Last Chance You. Okay. Hey. He would be a great junior college head coach. <laughs> so you don't like him in the NFL at all? Uh, I, I, we're going to wait and see. What are the chances Let's... he ends up on a bar stool, no ads, a bar stool t-shirt this year? Mm, very high. At least 75%. Can't believe he doesn't have one already. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, here is uh, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Jason Garrett, after their loss to the Rams. Uh, they were committed to stopping our run. They had a lot of people around the line of scrimmage, and uh, and that's what they were going to do. Uh, when we were in three wide receiver sets, they were staying in base defense, and they just wanted to stop the run. Uh, obviously, we're at our best, and we're balanced, and we're throwing it and running it, uh, but they were committed to stopping the run, and we had to run them out of that, and at times, they did a good job of that. Yeah, if we can't run the ball, we can't do anything because Dak's not very good. And you guys see this offensive coordinator? Yeah, I'm going to fire him tomorrow. Um. I think it's just Jason Garrett just trying to save his ass. That, that's all I have to say. I don't like the guy. He could be friggin' Santa Claus for all I care. I don't like the guy. Personal vendetta. <laughs> they found me out. I wanted to run the ball, and they found me out. Yeah. We ran the ball. Didn't you see us? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a hard game play. <laughs> okay, uh, what do we got next? Here's Andrew Luck. After their loss to the Chiefs, it's tough sledding. And those three and outs—they put our defense in a bad situation. We needed to answer some of those early drives, uh, you know, with, with at least flipping field position and putting points on the board. Um, and that certainly not the start we wanted, and not the middle we wanted, not, not the finish we wanted. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of a tough pill to swallow, uh, but but no shame from the guys in that locker room. You know, heads heads are up high. You know. Flipping field position? Is that what he said? Yeah, flipping it, you know. Oh, I thought he meant... I thought he was trying to bleep flipping with, like, no. the F. Oh, well, then this isn't funny anymore. Next. <laughs> Doesn't care about Andrew Luck. Adam f***ing Vinatieri <laughs> hit a f***ing field goal, old man. <laughs> I'm going to throw all this smoke screen just to throw you off the scent, but Adam Vinatieri... Hit a field goal and a PAT? Come on, man. Um, this wasn't like Stanford. And you can't read a book about this stuff. And it wasn't very good. But hey, next year, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. We're a year early. We're the Colts. My name's Andrew Luck. I'm going to be president someday. 1-0. 1-0. Oh. 1% <laughs> better every day. <laughs> Okay, here's Philip Rivers of at St. Bale's Chargers talking after their loss to the Patriots. We answered right away, and then and uh, we did it right away after the first drive. You know, they had it, what, seven minutes, and then we answered. And uh, <clears throat> they scored again, and we didn't answer, and they scored again, and we didn't answer, and scored again, and we didn't answer. I mean, you know, we just – we uh, and, and we knew. We knew offensively that our defense was going to settle in, you know, and they needed us, and we didn't, we didn't hold up our end. So this is how it went. We started the game. 
I blinked, and we were down 30. <laughs> Dan nearly pissed myself. I'm glad the game ended as close as it was. Yeah, so they kicked our ass, and then we didn't kick their ass, and they kicked our ass, and then we didn't kick their ass, and then they kicked our ass some more, and then we didn't kick their ass at all, and then they kicked our ass even more, and we again, uh, and then the game ended. Now I'm going home. <laughs> we, 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 we should be I, 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 I. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, okay. Look at you. That was nice. nice. Okay, here we go. Got a couple more for you. A couple more. Ready? Sean Payton. Talking about their win over the Eagles. It was a hard-fought game, and uh, first thing you'd say is <clears throat> tip your hat to Philadelphia. Um, man, those guys came in, brought the fight to us early, and uh, really put us in a hole. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. I thought we were going to lose. You know, uh, I actually did not get to watch this game. For one, I was at the grocery store for a majority of it. It's changing some man's life. No, 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 no. I was at the grocery store for my own personal benefit. Gotcha. For, Sorry. For my... Didn't mean to confuse us, too. Oh, no. I, you know, God, that, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other topic. But uh, I was falling out on my phone. Um, I, next. Next. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, I'm still in the running. For that Super Bowl bonus, baby. <laughs> Super Bowl bonus. On to yeah. the next one. 225K. Okay, here's the last one we've got, and we end with the GOAT of all coaches, Bill Belichick. Great job by our, our team today. Uh, couldn't be prouder of the effort from the coaching staff, players. Um, had a really good week. Uh, obviously ready to go. Uh, you know, played a, played a good game today against a good football team. You know, our team played well, and we made plays in every area, and... Uh, Played with a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and um, good to be playing this time of year. Good to be able to move on. Honestly, I think Bill Belichick was just ready to get out of that press conference so he could go up to Robert Kraft's suite and just drink his soul away. Wow, that's dark. (laughs) That's dark. Uh, in, In celebration, that's what I meant. Gotcha. We're the Patriots. We win. Are you really going to bet against us? I dare you. Okay, let me give him Bill Belichick character real quick. Ah, crack, crack, crack. Next. <laughs> I'm Bill <laughs> Belichick. The Chargers can eat my dust. Yeah? Not, not next year. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just putting that out there. Super Bowl 54. Going back to Los Angeles. Keep your hopes up. Okay, that is Truth Serum. Now you know what all these coaches and players were actually saying at their press conferences. That is also recess for the week. So, we're going we're gonna to take a deep breath. We're going to go back into our classroom. We're going to try and calm down. Maybe get a paper towel bath going. You know, it gets real sweaty sometimes. And we're going to go to the, our NFL playoff brackets. Over the gums and through the lips. Look out, stomach. There we go. Trophy's 12 feet high. And it is glorious. I've seen it. Okay, let's start. Uh, where we were right and where we were wrong for the divisional round. The Chiefs beat the Colts 
31-13, all of us took the Colts. Take two weeks off, then quit. Way to go, us. Shows you what we know. <laughs> Real um, experts over here. Yeah, yeah, but keep listening, please. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, you know, I thought uh, is it just wasn't a Colts year. They're for next year. They were a year early. But what I will tell you where you should listen is about Darius Leonard. 14 tackles, a fumble recovery. The guy led all players on the field in tackles, and he had more tackles combined than Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch, just saying. So, yeah. No big deal. Walsh hates the big names. Knife. Turn. Back. Hello. You know, Derwin James is going to win that anyway, so I'm not even worried about it. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Let's go to the Rams in the Cowboys. Rams over the Cowboys 30 to 22. Who had that? Who chose that? Did anybody? Oh, I chose I chose the score. Hey, I chose the score correctly, by the way. I'm just yeah, you did. You had it. One, yeah, you did. You had it perfect. Rams 30 to 22 from Bales. Uh, I wasn't that far off. I had the Rams going 27-21. I wasn't close. (laughs) This guy had the Cowboys. (laughs) What a noob. Idiot. Boy, you must be outside your mind. What a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Patriots 41, Chargers 28. Oh, no. We suck again. Let's see who had that right. Um, This guy. Took the Patriots. I believe both of you took the Chargers. I did. Okay, let's move on. Saints 20, Eagles 14. Who had that right? This guy. Who else took the Saints? Myself. You took the Saints? I did. Oh, I remember that. Bales? Did you take the Saints? I took Philly. Ah, that's bold. That's bold. Did not pay off for you. If Alshon catches that pass, Philly wins the game. That's not true. I love, how people, to, I love how people just assume no. that everything else is going to go right. He had so much time. He oh would have turned God. to the outside. He had nobody mm, beyond Maybe him. don't run a play before the two-minute time, the, like two timeout happens for no reason. Alshon, you cost me on this podcast. I will tell you two things. When Will Lutz missed that field goal <laughs> for the Saints, in my head before he kicked it, I said, if he makes it, the, Eagle, the Saints will win. If he misses, the Eagles will win. And I was wrong. I thought I thought once he missed that field goal, the the Saints were done. You know, you know what I called correctly in that game. What? I was on the treadmill watching the game, doing the incline walk. Yeah, as you would. And I. W- How I was said, the retirement home? <laughs> and I'm sitting. There, <laughs> and I'm sitting. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. <laughs> looking at at. Uh, the Saints fourth down in punt in uh, punt formation, and I'm like, they're going for it. What are the chances yeah. they go for it? And I'm like, they're gonna go for it. And then it's a direct snap. These bastards are gonna and go I'm, for it. And I'm like, no freaking way. So oh, that's yeah. bold. That's bold. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I was one, two. I was three for four. I was one for four. Woof. Was I? I believe I was. Um, I was one and three. Uh, that is tough. That leads us to the overall rankings where I lead with 20 points, then Bales with 17 points, <laughs> Smooth with 13 points. It's coming in from the back. Slide in from the back. It's going to be rough. Okay, before we get to our projections, projecting forward, because we're not a podcast that just reacts. We project forward. 
tell you what's going to happen. We might be right, we might be wrong. Before we do that, I want to rank the Super Bowl matchups. Not that you think will happen, but that you want to happen. From four to one. Rank them? Rank them from four to one. What you want to see in the Super Who do you want to see least in the Super Bowl? What At four? Saints, Chiefs. Saints, Chiefs at four. What's your four? My four is Patriots, Rams. My four is Patriots, Saints. Wow, at four. Yes. Yours was, yours was <clears throat> something in Chiefs. The two ones. The okay, two ones. you don't want to see the two ones. I don't want to see uh, the Rams play the Patriots. There's no storyline there. That's not fun. Okay, what about three? My three is... Saints. Go for it. Go ahead. Saints, Patriots. Saints, Patriots. Wow. Okay, that's that's really far down. Both of you guys. My three is Rams Chiefs. I do not want to see that rematch. You know the sequels are never, never as good as the as the original. Uh, my four is Pats Rams. Okay, oh, sorry, three. Okay, just switching that. Your two. Pats Rams. Okay. Uh, my two is Saints Chiefs. My two is Chiefs Saints. So same same thing, I guess. The two ones, I guess it'd be all right. What is your number one? What do you? What would you want to see the most? Not what you think will happen, but what you want to see the most. Rams Chiefs, high scoring, just like that Monday night sequel. Just never like that Monday good, night match. Walt Disney, I'm sorry, I huh? do not. I could not agree with you less. I'm on team. Hashtag at St. Bales. Give me the Chiefs, Rams. Give me some firepower. You guys baby. are both <laughs> fools in every playoff yeah, game. So, the... what? Go ahead, say your the nonsense. The Rams are winning the Super Bowl. What? Yeah. No questions asked. Who? The Rams. That's no. All right, <laughs> we'll get to that. But in every playoff game, most of the playoff games so far, the what the projected offensive scoring is, is always been lower. Like the Saints were projected for 30 last game, they got 20. It's happened every single time. The playoffs are a different beast. It's not Monday night football where nobody really cares that much before your bye week. Exceptions prove the rule. Which is why my number one, Saints-Patriots. Everybody wants to move on from the old guard. Apparently nobody loves, I don't know, history in the two of the best quarterbacks that we've ever seen play football. Maybe nobody likes that. You guys can have your young children. I'm going to take the men who know how to win Super Bowls and Drew Brees and Tom Brady. What were you saying about me in the retirement home? I'm done with the old men football. I oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just not one of those millennials who hates all old people. Hey. You're not a millennial, Walsh. You like the egg picture. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? You're a loser. And oh, you face wash. That is... <laughs> now we're just getting mean. So let's move on. Let's project Rams and Saints Sunday. 12.05 on Fox. No Benjamin Watson in this game for the Saints because of appendicitis. Who do you think will win? And what is the score? Rams 30. <clears throat> Saints 27. 31-24... Los Angeles. 
You're both idiots. It's 24-17 Saints at, at New Orleans, and you both go against them. How dare you? How dare you? The disrespect. This Patriots-Chiefs game will be incredible. It's at Sunday, 3.40 on CBS. Let me just let me just tell you uh, some of the things. Eric Berry will possibly be playing. But listen to this. So there's already been uh, reports, although it's the, the forecast is getting better, of an Arctic blast during this game. But did you also know that this game will be played during a super blood wolf moon lunar eclipse? Whoa, 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 whoa. I've heard of a blood moon. What is a super blood wolf moon? <laughs> super blood wolf moon. Okay, it's called a super moon. That is when the moon is really big. It's yeah. really close and looks like it's you know right there. That's called a super moon because it's, it's bigger for whatever reason. Okay. It's called a blood moon because during a lunar eclipse, it goes red, that reddish hue. So that's why it's called a blood moon. And then all, uh, all, all like full moons during January are considered wolf, full wolf moons. So that's why all of those things combine for a super blood wolf moon lunar eclipse. That's nuts. It's going to be old, incredible. The old wolf and Tom Brady is going to cherish that moment in Kansas City. Yeah, while he takes another win, another soul from a human being, and delivers it right to his beautiful supermodel wife. Let's just say the guy might end up with two wins on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Nice. No, sir. <laughs> All right. So I've got the Patriots going uh, 31-27. I have the Chiefs 27-20. You know, I know I said I wanted the Rams Chiefs with my number one overall. But I think it's going to be 41-21 Patriots. Oh, not just a win, a big win. That's a stomping. Hey, hey now. Throw all of Kansas City on notice, notice from at St. Bales. <laughs> Here's his phone number. You can call him. No? Don't want it? You don't want none of that no. smoke? <laughs> no. He can't take no smoke. Since he can't take any smoke, we know one guy who can. He can take smoke, and he can win you money. Except for last week, it's PTO, and this is PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come Seen this much cash in your entire life? Get money, get money, get money. New money, new money, been waiting on. Five on red. Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're gonna win. Money. Money. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. Usually you pay double.
trouble for that kind of action, Cotton. Thank you at Walsh Disney for that introduction. As you had mentioned, the still smooth betting books did take a hit last week with the Indianapolis Colts not covering their five points. Uh, in fact, it wasn't uh, wasn't even close. Um, it hurt. But this week, come on, guys, we have a super lock, a super lock. Ooh. Walsh Disney, a super blood moon walk. Yes, yes, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus three against the New England Patriots. This game being played in Kansas City makes all the difference in the world because the Patriots were far worse on the road this season and the Chiefs defense has been sneaky, sneaky good at home. New England, which scored 12.2 fewer points per game away from Gillette Stadium, which is second biggest home road disparity, disparity in the NFL had a negative yards per play, per play differential on the road minus 0.6 which ranked 24th in the league. Whoa. The Patriots also ranked poorly on the road in several other key areas including red zone scoring 26th, third down conversion percentage 20th, and opponent third down conversion percentage 27th. They finished 6th 7th, and 3rd, respectively, in those categories at home. Think about that. Man, stop lying. And let's not forget the Chiefs, who scored at least 40 points in three of these, team, in three of these teams' previous four matchups with Andy Reid as the Kansas City head coach. You might also still be concerned about the Chiefs' defense. Uh, however, they proved themselves at uh, Indianapolis last week. Um, but the KC defense has allowed 17.4 points per game at home, third best in the NFL, versus 34.6 points per game on the road, good for 31st in the NFL. And that the Chiefs haven't allowed an opposing opposing team to score 30 points at Arrowhead Stadium since September 17th of 2015, a stretch of 34 games including regular season and postseason. Damn. All in all, the Chiefs' talent will be too much for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick to overcome without the aura of Foxborough Stadium. Oof. Walsh, give me the Kansas City Chiefs, minus three, lock it in. Okay, before we get out of here, um, I believe I misspoke. <laughs> I said the Patriots are going to win 31-27. But I actually meant the Chiefs are going to win 31-27. I didn't read my my own uh, bracket. That's that's rough. That's what happens when you hey. can't read. <laughs> you know, uh, glaucoma. <laughs> I don't know. Other old eye things uh, that I don't know. Because I'm not quite there yet, regardless of... Uh, despite what Bale says about me. Glaucoma. Glaucoma. Oh, yeah, glaucoma. That's actually what I meant. Yeah, Miami. That's how I like to say that. Tarek Cohen. <laughs> Tarek. <laughs> no, uh, Tarek Black. What? Oh, no, it is Tarek Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Is it, oh, Tarek Cohen, or is it Tariq Cohen? Yeah. The world may never know. Wow, this is a lot of nonsense. <laughs> this might be too much nonsense. So let's just, let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. Next week, expect uh, NFL playoffs talk, more Super Bowl trivia. We will give you um, 
What 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 else is happening? Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl happening? Yes, the Pro Bowl is happening yep. or will be coming up. What we'll be reviewing is Golden State's first game with Boogie Cousins back, which is actually going on right now. We will probably yes, we will definitely talk about that. Uh, hopefully, the world implodes and they don't win anything. But uh, other than that, you can find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense, on Instagram at bold dot nonsense. We are cooking up a whole bunch of posts. We have a lot of funny stuff coming out, so you better be following us on both of those. But if you don't want to do that and you just you'd like to talk directly to us, you'd like to have a nice conversation over electronic email or electronic mail, then why don't you go ahead and email us at bold bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there it is. You can expect the show on Saturdays. We try and get it to you before noon. And where you can find that on iTunes, just go to go to the iTunes podcast app, search Bold Nonsense, you'll find us, hit subscribe, then rate and review, and ask us questions in those reviews so we can talk to you. Or you can do it on uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud as well, we have a bunch of listens. Thank you to everybody who listens on SoundCloud. Nobody say anything, you two masochists. Um, let's see, what else? I want to say thank you to all our new listeners. There's a bunch of good energy coming from our new listeners. Yeah. Showing appreciation. We do love you guys, and this is why we do it. We say it all the time, but we do it for our listeners. It keeps us going. Thank you. Keep on hitting us up, and thank you for all the love. Yeah, seriously, if you think about anything to talk to us about, like whether you disagree with us, agree with us, or just want us to talk about something, um, send us posts, send us memes, get the conversation trivia going. Trivia answers, like anything you want. Just hit us up. Lick, li- liquor recommendations, bars yeah. to take these two twos when they're down here in Arizona. Go ahead and let us know. Uh, I I really want to get Walsh on his high horse when he's down here. I'm always on my high horse, especially when it comes no, to No, no, Walsh, Walsh. I want to get 20, 21-year-old Walsh oh. out again. Oof. That'll be that's gonna be rough. That's gonna be rough. Yeah. yeah. But we will see what happens with that Arizona show. Should be really, really fun. And a little bit more raw than you might get on a week to week basis. A little bit uh, maybe maybe some even more nonsense. Who knows? Emphasis on raw. Oof. Uncut, unedited. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe a little bit of it. We're not that we're not good enough for that. No. But let's get out of here. I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. Um, I am at St. Bales. God bless. Cheers. Mahalo. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, then love us. And this is Bold Nonsense. Episode 48. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends and stay senseless. very little i hate goodbyes it's over go home go